Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome into Dunmark's After Dark, the first episode of Potomania 2. Coming at you, breaking down ROH and Impact Wrestling. Gentlemen, how we feeling? We good? WrestleMania weekend's here. Big weekend. Yes, right. it is a big weekend. I don't know. We got we got four shows in six days. Um, these are either gonna really love us or really hate us by the end of it, but we're here for it, so it sucks to be in. Uh, I feel like I need to good. sleep, like take a day off tomorrow and just sleep all day just to be ready for all this shit the next couple of days. Yeah, yeah. It is um, you know, it's kind of kind of like uh Christmas Eve here. Um, I'm I'm super stoked. Uh Especially these breaking down these two cards, we'll get into predictions and discussions here um, with these two pay per views in particular. But um, I think at the end, after we talk about these, and maybe once the weekend's over and we have a chance to breathe, these two shows could potentially steal the weekend based off of what they got lined up. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited for tomorrow and just get into a long, long, long four days of of pro wrestling. <laughs> It is a lot of wrestling the next few days. Yes, I, I saw the I saw the lineup for all of the events that are going on over WrestleMania oh. weekend, and too many. It is insane. Like I don't know how. I think that uh, Matt Cardona tweeted out he has uh, what is it? Four shows, six matches three signings and something else. Like when are you going to be able to sleep over the next three days? That's crazy. At least the good thing, it's all in the same town. So, Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so we, we'll have a lot of people pulling double duty. Um, we'll get into that here in a minute, uh, especially tomorrow night for some people. Um, so tomorrow, besides ROH and Impact, um, you have SmackDown, you have Rampage, and you have the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. So, Busy night. Busy night, busy night, busy night. Um, you really have to pick the, and choose what you want to watch. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, mm -hmm. definitely. The, it's probably it's the most loaded night as far as, I guess, must-see events that are going on at the same yeah. time with everything running together. So, um, yeah, you'll just have to adjust and, and, you know, tune in to what you want to tune in. But that's the great thing about this weekend, right? You get to, as a wrestling fan – you're not stuck with just one thing. You get to tune into whatever you want and get your fix, like that buffet or that that you know that um, Baskin Robbins thirty one flavors. You'll you'll get everything and then some with the lineups that are going on this weekend. And as you've noticed, you know we're we're talking about Ring of Honor and Impact. WWE Jason decided not to join us right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he slept through his alarm. But what else is new? Uh, we'll dock his pay for the show and um, <laughs> uh, us. so yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, let's jump right into it. Uh, let's let's get into ROH first, um, and and we'll go through the card, give our predictions, and, and match of the night and. Um, little discussion with stuff here so right now there are eight matches for the ring of honor card and they two of them were just added within the past couple hours so there could be more added tomorrow i don't know or any changes we'll see um but let's start off with uh the match that was recently just added a little bit ago we have ninja mac versus a to be determined uh contender which they're advertising as tully blanchard's newest client all right. So right off the bat, this is before we jump into breaking down this card and giving predictions. This is a good. This is a good little segue just to kind of get the discussion going before we <coughs> break down cards. But obviously, 
ROH is back, right? We know Tony Khan has mm-hmm. bought it. We know this is not the time and event that he wants to run the first ROH show under his leadership. But it was already booked. He had nothing, you know, couldn't couldn't change that. And you got to make what's best to do about it. From a fan standpoint, and some of us on this show may be more into Ring of Honor than others, but what are you looking for as far as presentation tomorrow, feel goes? Um, just kind of what are you, what are your expectations with, with this first ever Tony Khan-led ROH Super Card of Honor card? I think for me, I'm, I think it, right now, you know, in a way, Final Battle was kind of like the closing of Ring of Honor. You know, it was a good event. Everybody seemed to be treating it like that. It was a good way to, to close it down. This one kind of feels the same way, an ending and a fresh start at the same time. So there's a lot of people that are coming in that are, are part of the old regime. And then there's some people that are going to be part of the new regime. So I think we'll get an idea out of this event, maybe um, where they're going with it. You know, maybe titles are going to change hand tomorrow night because the, the current champion isn't going to be signing on with the new ring of honor. You know, you, you're probably going to see some of that or with some of the talent, but um, I don't know if we're going to get a feel completely for what the new ring of honor is going to be tomorrow, but hopefully we get at least a taste of it to, to what the palette. Yeah. Donald. Um, as wrestling wise, I'm, I'm expecting the same as the old ring of honor, but I think the production value is going to be boosted a lot more than what it was. I think you're definitely going to get like a dynamite feel to it. This is what what true ROH fans for the last 20 years have been clamoring about, right? (laughs) Put the production, put the money into the show because the talent has always been there for it to be the number two company, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, look across the board (laughs) in in all your major promotions. There's ROH talent there, right? If you could have just got the production value right and put the money into it, which I think Tony Khan will do, then you could elevate Ring of Honor to that next level. Jay Lethal was on Busted Open this morning in interviewing with Dave LaGreca and Tommy Dreamer, and you know he was echoing the same sentiments there, where you know there was a a lot of talent, great locker room, everybody wrestled hard. The wrestling was always it always drove the company, and. There were times where they just wanted to go, all right, just just put that investment in so we can get over the hump. We're there. We just need X, and they never mm-hmm. got X, or Y, and didn't get Y. And it just kind of always stayed in that niche bracket and never broke through that ceiling where a lot of fans kind of hoped that it would have at some point, but it just turned out to be status quo, and I think that's kind of why – we're shuffling out with the old and bringing in the new. I mean, Sinclair definitely did add a little bit better, uh, make the product look a little bit better. Did they can keep doing it? No. Like I think Sinclair put a budget on Ring of Honor and it just never went over that budget. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason. But because if you go back and look at like pre like Ring of Honor was on like H D net for a while and they updated their stuff for H D net because they had to go HD for that. And that changed. And then when Sinclair brought, bought them, they upgraded their look. And there were some pay-per-views that looked better than others, but it just was never consistent, I don't think. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. 
I'm a, I'm excited. I'm hoping, Chris, like you said, we, we're not really going to know because it is not necessarily a thrown together card, but Tony Khan himself has said, like, I wish I would have had more time to mm. figure out bookings and whatnot. And like we see with Deanna Peraza, like she like already with the prior engagement. So you can't get her on the show, which is why you're getting the interim title match, which we'll get to in a minute. Yeah. But um, I hope there's something that that transpires, whether it's a figurehead type deal, um, you know, whether that's like a Samo- Samoa Joe or, you know, somebody in, from that ilk that comes into the fold to go, okay, now coming out of the weekend, people are talking about Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we talked about when they shut down back back in December. What are you going to do from then till April to get people to talk about you? Well, they definitely done something to get people to talk about them because yeah. they got new ownership. So uh-huh. I think and, they I think they did a great job over the past few months staying active, you know, whether it be with Impact, with uh, GCW, whoever. You know, they, yeah, they've been, and, had so many know, matches. Kudos to the champions, the yeah, Briscoes, yes. Gresham, Deanna. Um, Josh Woods, we saw him in Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago. Um, with the pure title, like it, they've done a good job, like you said. So now you come out, you have this first show, it's not going to be definitively this is what ROH is going forward, but at least you can maybe get a sense of what direction they're going to go into. Mm-hmm. So, all right, all right, with that being said, let's get that first graphic back up there. So, so Ninja, Ninja Mac, Mac versus whoever Tully Blanchard's new client will be. Are you guys familiar with Ninja Mac at all? I'm not. No, I'm not. Okay, so Ninja Mac is a is a wrestler here recently that popped up on my radar um, a little bit ago. Go go to YouTube, watch some of his stuff. Um, he's definitely an up and coming star around the indie scene and and whatnot. So he's somebody to keep an eye on, and his name is. Only going to get bigger as the year goes on, and this this will be a really good showcase for him. Um, so I'm super excited to see him in in this element. Um, I have no idea who the client's going to be. I can't even speculate at this point. Um, of no course, uh, of course, on Twitter I saw you know Tully Blanchard's new client's going to be Cody Rhodes. That's <laughs> 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 Twitter. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I really I really don't um you know maybe it's Tessa, I don't know. But that's who I, I was thinking. <laughs> you know that's what I, mean? what I was like, thinking. His own daughter would be his new client. That would be um, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that but see like having Telly is just like is Telly gonna be in Ring of Honor going forward? Who knows, right? FTR fires him, kind of don't know, but like if you get people like that to because Tony Khan can't run both shows full-time. Can't run both yeah. promotions full-time. It's just too much. Can't do it. So you have to have people there. And there's more than enough people backstage that you can divvy up the pie with all the wealth yep. and knowledge to get people in on the Ring of Honor side that can that can be your your delegates, right? You that brought can, up some mojo. People talked about William Regal since he mm-hmm. came in. Right, right. So you have that, you have that base there. Um so yeah, but as far as this is going to be like a true, a true, true surprise. There's no, yeah. no speculation, no nothing. It was just announced. No idea who it is. So, whoever it is, hey, 
let's go. Maybe somebody from AAAR comes up. You know, Tully's been down there. Who knows? Um, Dago, you know, Tessa's fiance might get him. Who knows? But because he's done Ring of Honor in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting, but it'll be a, a true surprise. Um, I'll go with I'll go with uh, Tully's client to get the win here. Don't. I'm going with Telly's client, Tessa. <laughs> Tessa for the win. <laughs> I'll go with Tully's client, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pro wrestling, so what what always happens, you know, whenever there's that last last late minute entrant, that's a surprise. Nine times out of ten, they win the match. So it's vacant. That's who it will be. It's vacant. <laughs> <Just> vacant. <laughs> he's pulling double duty then because he's got Seth on on WrestleMania Sunday. <laughs> yes, right? he does. <laughs> All right, so next one we will go with uh, Swerve Strickland versus Alex Zane. Trying to predict match of the night with this card as we get through this lineup is going to be very difficult, and this is one of the ones that you could say could be match of the night. Swerve. What's going on, man? Uh, Swerve, Swerve for me, I'm all in on Swerve in 2022. I. Put him wherever against whoever, and I'm there watching it. He's going to tear the house down. He's going to do what he wants to do. And, like, the charisma, I think he took a lot of the stuff he learned being in NXT, and he's just going to apply it and use it to his advantage with the little things that we wish when we watch some of these wrestlers in AEW or other promotions go, man, like if you just had this, if you just had this little piece of something else, Mm -hmm. you'd really step your game up. And I think from everything he's done so far, he's taken those pieces and he's only added to his, his arsenal. So I'm all in on swerve and this match is going to be, this match for me is going to be a banger. Yes. Um, With Steve too, swerve. This is Swerve's year. It's time for him to show out. So I'm not familiar with the other wrestler, so I'm picking Swerve. So, you know, Swerve's technically all elite, but could Ring of Honor be Swerve's house next, too? You know, who knows where they – he could go Roster back and shake up and, yeah. yeah. I mean, right. Who knows? But, I mean, yeah, I'm going to make it three for three again, Swerve. You know, he's – put the rocket on him. Yeah, but this I'm telling you, this is the this is the dark horse. I know we'll have the the normal competitors for match of the night, but this one here, if it if it doesn't open the show, um, I, it, it might be one to to open up the show to get the crowd hyped and and really get into it. I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go on to another one that that could be uh, potential for match of the night: Jay Lethal versus Lee Morarty. I mean, technical wrestling across the board here is going to be on display for this match. It's going to be an absolute school session for what pro wrestling is between these two guys. Uh, Lee is amazing. Um, Everybody says he's amazing. There hasn't been one person that we've talked to that hasn't said that he's amazing. Um, We talked to Joey Sinceri here a couple of weeks ago, and he's been in the ring with Lee and wrestled Lee and, he said, yeah, Lee is that dude, um, period. Jack Pollock said it on a, on the interview we did with him in promo school a couple of weeks ago. Lee's that guy. So 
I'm this is gonna be just pro wrestling for pro wrestling, move for move, hold for hold, just a technical masterpiece or my expectations for this match. I'm gonna go with lethal to get a W here. I'm gonna go with lethal also, definitely for a W. It's gonna be one hell of a match though. It it really is. I, I agree with both you guys. I don't think there's anything I, I could say differently, and I'm going with Lethal as well. Just keep going with it. Three for three. We got to have some disagreement here. This is going to be a boring-ass <laughs> show. Uh, so from here on out, the remaining five matches are all title matches. So the first mm-hmm. one we'll go with is the interim Ring of Honor Women's World Championship, Mercedes Martinez versus Willow Nightingale. Yeah, I brought up earlier, Deanna wasn't able to be on the card Um Due to previous obligations, obviously we'll get into that when we break down impact. Um, but I, when the announcement was made, I wasn't sure how I felt about it being for an interim ROH World, you know, Women's World Championship. I guess when you're doing this type of show, you have to have a women's championship match, right? First card back, you gotta gotta have a women's title out there. Um, Mercedes, you know, 20 year veteran, you know what you're gonna get from her. Willow is is somebody that again another name that's just having a hell of a year and is only going to continue to get more notoriety as she continues uh-huh. to do stuff in the ring. I I would love to see Willow win this um and and move on and be the one to challenge Deanna for that true women's ROH women's world championship. I'm going to go with Mercedes Martinez on this just from her career standpoint and her on TV a couple times, you know, taking the L. So this will be a good time to get stepped back up on. Um, I'll disagree with, I don't think that you need an interim championship. It would be one thing if whoever was champion hasn't been defending it. Or, you know, won't be able to compete for a while like we've seen in the past. But for the title still being put out there and this just being a one-night type thing that she can't be there, whenever whenever the next event is, she can definitely show up and have an actual match. To me, I think they should just have done number one contendership match. Like, the winner gets the title fight the next time. That's what That, that, that would have been my, my choice, but... You know, it is what it is. Um, it's, it's just doing an interim championship for for me for no reason. Um, we've seen it with, I mean, we've seen it with AEW with the TNT title. Right? Yeah. So um, maybe this. But is, then, you know, I mean, at least with us, then we didn't know how long Cody was going to be out for. Right. You know, with this, it, I think it's a different type of story. But I get the whole legitimacy uh, that they're trying to go with it. But um, for me, I'd be happy with either one of these women. Mm-hmm you know, becoming an arm champion um, just for going with young talent, even though I wouldn't mind seeing Mercedes get a moment, I'm going to go with Willow just for, for up and coming down. So that'll bring us to the ring of honor world television championship. This was a match that was just announced a little bit ago. Rhett Titus versus Suzuki. Anytime I can see Minoru Suzuki on my TV (laughs) screen, I'm a happy, happy, happy guy. Um, Rhett, Rhett is really underrated. I hated Rhett <laughs> initially when I when first first started in Ring of Honor and just watching him and just the stuff he was doing, I couldn't 
couldn't stand him. Um, loved where he left off, being part of the foundation. Um, you know, he changed his look up. He leaned out, got shredded. He can go in the ring. This is going to be your your strong style. Punch you in the face, smack you in the mouth, bring your lunch pail, um, blue collar type match here, hard hitting. So yeah, uh, Suzuki at his finest. Suzuki at his <laughs> finest. Um, I don't think a loss hurts right here. I'm going with Minoru to get a win. I am going to go with the Rhett here. Uh, Minoru is legend, legendary status, and he do what, and he's going to do what legends are supposed to do. Give Lay the down and take talent. the pin. <laughs> <laughs> Make the younger talent look good. Don't call off for title, CM Punk. Don't come back for pops, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I get he's up there in age, but I don't think he's legend status, you know, <laughs> for that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess this is kind of one of those factors of how long Suzuki going to be around for, you know, how long is his tour here in America going to last? Um, I, I'd probably say smart money at least would be, you know, he, he's just here for a short time. So the title probably stays on Rhett, but I don't know. That's where I'm going to keep champion retains, but so, and this sidebar here, do you keep all the belts? that are currently in RH, like, do you continue to keep all the belts? I don't want all of the belts. That's what I mean. So, like, yeah. you know, I get we're having, you know, we're breaking down five championship matches here to come down the stretch, yeah. but, like, do you really need five titles? Like. Well, we still even have um, the the, the six-man, the trios titles. But they're not defended on this one, but. You know, yeah, that's one that I'd be okay with going away, but and I mean you brought see this is the dumb mark that I am because you're talking logically about the title and being defended and right. I didn't even base my prediction off of who's gonna be champion. I just went with <laughs> Minoru because I'm a Minoru boy. Mark. Yeah, like, <laughs> so absolutely it makes more sense for Rhett to win because he would keep the title, but if you're not gonna keep all the titles moving forward. You know, I don't know if you just retire them or whatever once you get up and running. I, I don't know what they're going to do with that or how it's going to look. So, um, but yeah, logically, I think it would be smarter to keep the belt on Brett. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's the thing, too. Do you do you need. I know, I know they're different styles, but do you need like three singles titles, the main title, the pure championship and the television championship? Like, Especially because rumor is that Tony's not going to keep the pure division. So if you're okay. not going to have pure matches in the pure division, then <laughs> no need for a pure title. Yeah, <laughs> and that and that's what really set Ring of Honor apart when they came back off the pandemic was the pure division and the pure title mm-hmm. tournament that they had. Mm-hmm. That's what got me reinvested in the Ring of Honor because I watched that and I was like, "This is amazing!" Like, yeah, I haven't seen this in wrestling in forever. You know. The matchups were great. Everybody uh-huh. in there was tremendous. Um, and it sucked me back in. So I think if you're trying to stand out in a in a sea, a large sea of wrestling, right, what can you do to differentiate yourself? We know Impact, which we'll get into later on, has the X division. It's always been that match, that division that set them mm-hmm. apart. We talk about it all the time. 
the pure division and the pure title can be that pillar for Ring of Honor that differentiates them from everybody else. Mm-hmm. So to me, I wouldn't I don't want to see that go away because that's something that you can build on and make a staple of your company to say, hey, this style of wrestling you're only going to find in Ring of Honor, period, yes. hands down. Mm-hmm. And they had they did have the pure championship at one time, then they got rid of it and brought it back. So could be something, you know, peaks and valleys with it. But it's hasn't been a around again long enough i think to to justify but if they're not gonna move that division forward yeah like you said what's the point of the title i like it because it's a nice change of pace from all the flips and all that stuff absolutely yeah different change of pace it lets you breathe a little bit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean when we we went to wrestle pit here in in pittsburgh it was it was wrestled under pure title roles Mm -hmm. Just watching that match live in person. It was good. Yeah. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I I watched the video of it and I I really liked the match. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. That perfect transition into the ROH Pure Championship. Uh, We're going to champion Josh Woods versus Wheeler Yuta. (laughs) This match, I think, has possibility to steal the show, too. Yes. Absolutely. 1000% it does. Wheeler Yuta was in the Pure Title tournament. Um, okay. back when that first started, um, that's how I became familiar with Wheeler. Um, in, in Ring of Honor, getting his start, we've seen a different side of him lately. Um, with what he's done on AEW and and you know, the uh, the relationship with Regal, Moxley, and Danielson, he had a hell of a match last night with Danielson yes, on AEW, yes, it was tremendous. Um, absolutely fantastic. I, I think that was a coming out party for him. Um, on a national level, um, and got him away from the from the best friends. Yes, not that he was being saddled by them, but he never fit into that to begin with. Like he's mm-hmm. not sure. that, not that style, not that type. Last night is what I expect him to give me more of moving forward. Josh is amazing. Um, seeing him in person, I was really impressed. You know, um, and I think that's the second or third time I've seen him, and each time he just he's gotten better every time I've seen him in person. So. This, like you said, is can definitely be a, a show stealer. Um, I don't think Wheeler wins just based off of the plans they have for him in AEW and where they're going with him. So, because of the booking wise, I would I'm going to keep it on the champion. Yep. Steve said it best right there. Just because of the plans they have for Wheeler and with Regal, Moxley, and Danielson, I can't see him winning the title. So I'm sticking with Josh. I'm actually going to go the opposite on that. I think with the plans that they have for him, I think this might be the perfect opportunity for him to be the champion. You know, he it kind of fits in with what it seems like where they're moving forward with this. So I'm going to go with uh, Wheeler to become the champ. But the the Black Blackpool Combat Club doesn't ring doesn't doesn't align with pure title <laughs> rules. You can't you can't use closed fists. <laughs> like that. Go kick your head off! <laughs> but it's just like he can't be a, a copy of them. They they all got to have their different thing. Yeah, so. no, you're you're right. You're right. I mean, it would it would be a way to get exposure with the with the ROH mm-hmm. pure title on AEW television. Um, depending on what you think that'll do, because you go back to Omega with the Impact title, you can say it, it did shits for Impact, yeah. um, but. We know now what Kenny was dealing with as to maybe why 
plans changed and we didn't get that being defended the way that it uh it should have been so who knows there um but yeah i'm i'm not gonna be mad if wheeler wins i'm not like i said last night was a last night was a coming out party for him and it's i think his crescendo is only starting to begin all right steve i think this is a match that you've been really looking forward to for a while we're getting the ROH World Tag Team Championship. The champions are the Briscoe Brothers versus FTR. I said it, I think, last week and maybe two weeks ago. I'll say it again. This is the match that I don't care about any other match on the weekend from whatever promotion, whatever you're watching. This is this <laughs> is the one match for me. Hands down, period. I don't care. I think it'll I think it'll be arguably one of the best matchups of the weekend. It's certainly one of the matches that fans are the most excited for and have talked about the most um, going into it. You know what you're going to get with the Briscoe. You know what you're going to get with FTR. Styles make fights, and I think these these styles from each of these teams with the animosity and the back and forth lip service that's been going on Twitter and everything else is just going to lead to a powder keg that's going to explode as soon as the bell rings, and I can't wait for it. If you're not a fan of tag team wrestling, this match will make you a fan by the end of it. In my opinion. So the prediction. I'm going with FTR. Okay. I'm going with FTR. Even though they have the triple A titles right now and they just called out the Young Bucks, but the Young Bucks aren't champions. I'm going with FTR. And I hate to say that because I don't want the Briscoes to lose, given everything that they've done with the belts since they, you know, shut down Ring of Honor and they've been on a tear uh-huh. here recently. Um, but yeah, give me give me FTR for the win and and the belt switching hands. Some title got to change hands. You're not going to go five for five with champions winning and defending. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So, um, yeah, go legacy. Titles they haven't won before. Fantasy book matchup. Give me FTR. It's hard to choose between these two. <laughs> They're both great tag teams, but I'm going to have to stay with the Briscoes, keeping the titles. Cool. I'm going to go with Steve. I think FTR is going to win the titles. Um, like you said, they haven't had them before. It keeps their legacy going. Doesn't hurt the Briscoes to lose them, but I don't know what the plans are for the Briscoes. Like what we started out the night with, you know, do they stay in Ring of Honor, or maybe are they Impact bound? Or so yeah, so here, so so we, it's come out whether or not you believe it to be or not. But the supposedly the reason why the Briscoes haven't signed with AEW are based off of comments that Jay made years ago. Um, that the network people um, are aware of and are not happy with, Mm -hmm. and that's the reason why they're not in AEW. You can debate certain other people that are in AEW, and one of the guys we just talked about a little bit ago um, in AEW with stuff that's been said or done with with Me Too movement stuff that came out, Back when that was that was going hot and heavy there for a while, um, 
I don't know. Like you said, does that mean they drop the belts and they're just out of ROH altogether and they do impact GCW New Japan type style where they travel? Um, it's going to be really interesting to see where they go. And, you know, I don't condone what was said, but I mean, may, you know, times have changed. Maybe people can change. Um, it's just kind of, you got certain people in the company with stuff, but yet others aren't allowed in. It's it's not the same across the board, you yeah. know. But yeah, it, definitely interesting, especially because the Briscoes are pulling double duty. They're wrestling mm-hmm. the Good Brothers later on and on Impact's um, card, which we'll get into here shortly. So, which is one thing that I didn't understand how the Briscoes can pull double duty, but Deanna can't. Like, but. <laughs> Everybody's different, and you know, maybe they don't at the time they didn't know where they were going to put them on the card or anything. So, so Dion has been supposedly in negotiations with Tony Khan here recently. Okay. Um, whether it's for AEW, whether it's for Ring of Honor, don't know, but uh, I don't know if she's like, I don't want to say she's using the leverage card here or what. Um, but yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll see with her and how that all plays out. I agree. But then again, maybe she doesn't want to work. Yeah. It's possible. Double duty. And uh-huh. she, she was already booked for impact before everything broke with ROH. So yeah. impact might not even let her. And that could even be a part of it too. That's you know, yeah, that's true. Technically too. the one under contract with them. So right. The Briscoes are the ones coming into impact for the match. So like they're yeah. free, they can do what they want. Yeah. You may have that situation where she, she can't do it. Yeah. For whatever reason, um, yeah, very, very interesting. It's going to be interesting to see where a lot of these talent go coming out mm-hmm. of this weekend that aren't signed somewhere, and how it how it shakes out, especially with the the AEW ROH roster side of things. And depending on contracts, this is kind of a good weekend, you know, with almost every company being in Dallas at the same time to to talk to other people, talk to other companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the yeah. NFL. It's it's the it's the combine. <laughs> the combine. Yeah. Wrestling. You have, Basically, you have every promoter and GM there that you know you could interview with and sign a deal with. So yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. But yeah, to, seeing what they do from here is going to be very interesting um, because we don't know what type of platform ROH is going to be on moving forward. <laughs> that hasn't been announced yet. Um, so that could determine whether or not they come into ROH. So, yeah, it, that, it'll be. I saw that was a topic of discussion this week that everybody's like, okay, does, yes, Sinclair sold the company, but does Sinclair still want to be in the wrestling game? You know, a la WCW years ago, Turner didn't want to be in the wrestling game anymore. So they didn't want any, any content. They just wanted out of it. If Sinclair still wants to be in the wrestling game, they have a place to showcase it. But if not, that's a whole other question where they'll be showcased. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that'll take us into the main event. We have our winner-take-all match for the Undisputed Ring of Honor World Championship. Uh, dual champions, Jonathan Gresham versus Bandito. And today it was announced that... Uh, Tony Khan announced that Chavo Guerrero will be in Bandito's corner for this match. I don't really like or understand the fit there, but... I mean, Chavo cut a is. promo and basically said it's, you know, a Guerrero's place has... Is in wrestling history, so I don't really buy it. I mean, yeah, you know, Chavo's been more with 
triple A and in that had that hot hot second uh, cup of quick cup of coffee with AEW with Andrade and then that flamed out. So was Chava with Bandito and Triple A at all? I don't think not so. Not that but. I know of. I don't think so. But I mean, this is this is the this is the match that was supposed to take place at Final Battle, right? That yes. we didn't mm-hmm. get because yeah. Bandito got COVID. So um, we're getting it now, which is fine. I I completely agree with these two wrestling for the ROH World Heavyweight Championship. Jonathan Gresham is on another level. Um, He's one of my wrestler of the year candidates right now for everything that he's done Um, with the ROH title, the matches he's had in other promotions, starting, starting his own promotion too. Um, I don't, I don't see Gresham dropping it here. So I'm going to keep the title on on the octopus. (coughs) This is where my title change come in at. Hey, do something big, do something different. I got Bandino for the win. Bandino's held the belt for a while. I mean, not this whole stretch. You know, we can take out take that out of contention, but over a year, right? I mean, yeah, it was it was yeah because he beat PCO for it. I think. So, yeah, he's had for and a bit. He didn't. Yeah, so I mean, I don't. This is a tough one for me because this is I could see it going either way because I could see either man. I could see both of these guys being in, you know, whether it's the new Ring of Honor or AEW, you know, mm-hmm. Bandito was part of all in, you know, a few years ago. So he has ties with that. Um, Jonathan Gresham is just an amazing talent. I know, Steve, you're you're a big fan of his and, you know, you have some. I want him. Some I want him. I want him and Danielson so bad. So, so bad. <laughs> I want him and Danielson so yes. bad. And then, you know, I my other ideas, which you may be alluding to, is um, you know, this losing streak that Jay Lethal's currently on mm-hmm. and what he's been saying promo-wise and, and needing the change and what needs to be done to get opportunities and everything else, reform that foundation. Yeah. Uh him, you know, whether you, you keep the originals or it's a it's a new version of it based off of how things have changed between the companies bringing Gresham. You got lethal, you know, what does Tony Khan like? <laughs> he likes factions. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I think, I think that's, that's well there. Um, and you can have them be the main faction in ROH, but come over and, and challenge your, your stuff for, for AEW. Like to me, I'm I'm hoping we get to the point where like this battle of the belts, it's almost a la ROH versus AEW. Yeah, yeah. Type where you're having challengers from each promotion challenging other champions from the other promotion, not necessarily champion versus champion, because then you're, you know, I don't need dual champ. I don't need dual champs across the board, but yeah, you know, you this way you can get a a CM Punk challenging Gresham for the ROH title. You could, Mm -hmm. you know. You'd have Rhett Titus challenge um, whoever uh, whoever has the TNT title. Um, you know what I mean? Like you can get those cross matchups. Josh Woods, you know, have him go out there and, and challenge for uh, an AEW World Heavyweight Championship match. Like you can you can have that. Dave likes the idea. 
Yeah, like that. That's where I'm because you can make the you can make the battle of the belts into a bigger thing if it's that mm-hmm. cross promotional stuff. So you're getting the rosters interacting, you're having those cross promotional matchups, um, and to me, it'll just it'll just drive drive interest. Um, yes, I agree because I the way they did battle of the belts this last time, I felt like it's just forgettable. Like it doesn't have that big event feel. Mm-hmm. You know, just a quick hour show. You do something like that. That's you're just like, all right, we got to tune in for that. There's some matches that need to be seen and make it a right. two hour show instead of just a one hour or whatever. Yes. Yeah. I'm all for that. Yeah. That could be almost like when like WCW way back in the day did uh, when worlds collide. Yes. Mm-hmm. Same, same type of concept, right? But you have it's AEW, ROH, who's calling out who, and and you get it uh, across the board, women's division wise. It's just the whole the whole thing. Um, you know, tag teams are loaded to where you can do tag teams easily yeah. and and not, you know, ever falter or or not having a a non interesting matchup, so to speak. So that that would be something me just fantasy booking with my own <laughs> pencil came up with. So. Yeah, but back to back to Gresham and the foundation and him coming in. Like, I know he's been backstage at AEW recently, um, here and there. So I'm sure he's had talks with Tony Khan, trying to figure out where where he fits in, what Tony wants to do, where they want to go, so on and so forth. But I think having him be your champion coming out of this weekend show is a is a very good start to the new era of ROH. Dave says the only issue would be the old roster not being on board with Tony Khan being the owner, not showing up to events. I think by that point, you know, it'll be completely new ring of honor. You know, you'll have the people that are on, you won't have the old talent that doesn't need to be on board with it. Yeah. I think whoever they bring in knows that they're in the, I don't want to say the AEW umbrella, but the Tony Khan umbrella of of AEW and ROH, right? Mm -hmm. one large umbrella you're you're overseeing both rosters but like like we said you go back to separating it out and have your delegates that are going to run ROH mm-hmm. based off of your vision and everything else you, you can't you can't one person can't book and write that much television for two no. companies four nights a week whatever the case may be and run an NFL team <laughs> NFL team and, and, a, and a regular and football a, team too, and an international <laughs> foot, football team. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, so but he's Gresham's the guy for me. I don't like. I said I, I have I have major dream matchups for him with certain people in AEW and him and Danielson are my number one that I need to see as soon as possible this year. Okay, that's it for Ring of Honor. Any other thoughts or match of the night? Oh, match of the night. And uh, since Jay Lethal asked this on Busted Open, I want to hear your guys' response. What what match do you put on last? Um, me, match of the night, I'm going to go with the pure championship, Josh Woods versus Wheeler Utah. Of course. Nice. I think that has potential. Match last for me, the title's always last, so I'm going with the undisputed Ring of Honor Championship. Donald, match of the night, and, and what's your main event? 
Uh, main event, like Chris, would be the title fight. Match of the night. Mm. Look at that. I forget the card already. <laughs> you're, you're such a dumb mark. Uh, you got Gresham, Bandito, Briscoe's FTR, Woods, Yuta, uh, Titus versus Suzuki, Martinez versus uh, Willow, Jay Lethal versus Lee, Swerve versus Zane. Ninja Mac versus Tully Blanchard's newest client. You mean Tessa? <laughs> I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Lee and uh, Lethal. Okay. I will. With that. Dark horse. Yeah. So Jay himself said that he would main event with FTR and the Briscoes. Based I can understand that, but everything Dreamer says the world title always goes on last. So you you end it main event it with Gresham and Bandito. I'm fine with either one of those two main eventing. Um, mm. I, I don't have a preference one way or the other. I know the the world title is the world title, so it should be on last. But when you have the caliber of tag teams such as FTR and the Briscoes, if any two tag teams are going to main event a show, um, those two would be two teams that you could put in the main event of a show. Yeah. That's going to be my match of the night. I'm not going to jump off that bandwagon. Um <laughs> Although both matches that you guys picked are great, I, I, I'm telling you, Swerve and Zane is really going to be something that I think is going to stand out really, really well on this card. Um, I mean, I look, yeah, I look through both cards tomorrow night. Right now, the Ring of Honor event has me more excited than anything. And it, for, for think, the whole weekend, or, I think or the or Ring just, of Honor card might actually right now might actually have me more excited for the whole weekend. Realistically, it it has the potential to be the card of the weekend. Yeah. When you look at the matchups, who's wrestling, the style of matches you're going to get, the amount of wrestling in those matches that you're going to get, mm-hmm. I, it's going to be hard-pressed to beat that card. That lineup yeah. is stacked top to bottom. I agree. Mm-hmm. Very true. All right, yeah. so from Supercard to the multiverse of <laughs> matches... Now, do you think, because before we really get into this card, do you think the original plan was for Ring of Honor to be more involved in this card? I don't. I, I think it was before the, the buyout happened. So, so I mean, I guess with the concept of it being that yeah. way. Because the first yeah. match was Briscoes versus the Good Brothers. That was the first one announced. Right. You know, which was advertised as ROH versus Impact. Yeah, and we've seen Impact do this similarly before mm-hmm. WrestleMania weekend, where they didn't call it the multiverse of matches, but no. they they brought in they brought in people from a bunch of different companies, and and they wrestled you know Impact stars on WrestleMania weekend, and arguably some of those years it was the best card of the weekend, based because you had the the fantasy booking matchups that you didn't no. get anywhere else. The AEW wasn't around at the time, so you got to see people that you were super high on in in another promotion wrestling people that you're super high on so mm-hmm. um i like the concept i dig the concept i think it's smart of impact to play off of you know dr strange 2 and the multiverse of madness which is coming out yeah. um so yeah it just sucks that they, you know there's going to be some overlap between the shows as far as timing goes when when impact starts compared to when roh ends so again this is going to be what's your viewing pleasure and what do you decide to watch? Maybe you have one on the TV, one on your laptop type deal. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see here, but 
yeah, let's get into this card because I think when we start talking about this card, we're going to have more of a, an appreciation for the card itself once we start breaking it down, I think. At least I know I will, but yeah. I'm a fan of Impact where you guys don't really care for Impact too much. Yeah. We'll start off with Alex Shelley versus Speedball Mike Bailey. And I'll be honest, I have no idea who Mike Bailey is. <laughs> so, again, you're talking about somebody that is super, super high rising up through the, the ranks this year. Um, if you haven't seen some of his matches, YouTube some of his Hold matches. on one second. What? <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith, the new owner of SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> You better just keep up that material all weekend for the pot of mania too. You will be here all weekend, actually. So yeah. yes. They will be with us Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, but no, Speedball man, he just had a tremendous match with Swerve in GCW recently. Um, go watch that. The man's really good. Um, and like I said, another we talked about it with some of the talent on ROH's card, just somebody that's young, upcoming, making a name for themselves. And I think this weekend is going to be a showcase for them to, to get themselves out there even more than what they, than what they already are. I'm going with the young guy. <laughs> Speedball. <laughs> Man, you know, legends ain't getting no play in my thing. Alex Shelley isn't the young guy? <laughs> <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Man might be older than me. <laughs> or right around, at least. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I wish I knew anything about him to, to really judge. You know, other than what Look, you were just after, talking about. So. After, after we get done, go YouTube the show. Okay. And then you can put a post clip up uh, or edit it in post <laughs> for the replay. But yeah, no. This is gonna this is gonna be a, a fast paced back and forth high flying match. Um, is he I'm has going, he been has he been with Impact or is this gonna be his first showing? Nah, has he been on these last set of tapings? I can't remember. I'll go. With he him. might I'll be young. Alex Shelley's a, a talent, so he's not gonna, he's not just getting in the ring with anybody. So I'm sure he thinks that there's something that he can he can do with this kid. So I'll go with Mike Bailey just because. I'm going with Shelley. Give me the bet. All right. Uh, next up, we got Chris Saban versus Jay White. We saw what Alex Shelley and Jay White did. Chris Saban and Jay White are going to be just as good. Um, again, this is a match. <laughs> There's so many potential matches of the night or weekend, but I'm I'm really excited about this matchup. Um, to see these two get in there and mix it up. Saban is, to me, one of the more underrated people in all of pro wrestling, has been for a while. Takes size out of the equation, and he's up there with some of the best workers in the world. I've never understood why he couldn't get over anywhere other than it, and TNA and Impact. Mm -hmm. Just It doesn't matter when he leaves, takes a break or whatever, he's always right back to, to Impact. And he's always right back to putting on hands down you know oh absolutely not the best one of the best matches every single time he steps in the ring like definitely one of the best x division champions in the history yeah yeah you're getting in there with jay white who is white hot right now yeah, with everything yes. that's going on with bullet club and what he's done i mean not that he hasn't hit on all cylinders before but i think i feel like he's he's taken his game to another level since coming over to the states 
Um, and yeah, this, like I said, it's arguably you could put it in for match of the weekend if you wanted to. <laughs> I'm going with Jay White. Switchblade? Uh, yes, I'm going with Switchblade. I'm going three for three. Switchblade for the win. <laughs> All right, up next we got Eddie Edwards versus Ishii. Mm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 That's 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 basically the best description that you can give that you, that you can give for this match because we talked about you know Suzuki and Rhett going at it. Um hard hitting strong style. This is gonna be just as hard hitting and yeah. I'm really excited to watch Ishii. Mm. So I think Eddie Eddie is again somebody that um, I know a lot of people aren't a huge fan of and think maybe a little overrated um, or not that interesting. Maybe a few people on this show think Uh-oh. that of him. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna hide it. <laughs> I like what he's doing. I like what he's done since he since he turned on Impact. Um, you know, the whole Honor No More club and doing that that bit and that gimmick. But yeah, um, I'll go. I'll go with Eddie to pick the win here. I like Ishii a lot, but the way the stories are playing out and everything, I'll probably go with. I'm going to go with Eddie. It fits more with the story, but see, here's the thing with this with this card and this show itself. I don't. To me, it's like throw stories out because I don't think this ties into anything. Like, yeah, we have Saban and White going at it, and that that's kind of tied to what they've been doing on TV with the whole White and Alex Shelley bit and that. But I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say this is booked more for stories as far as just having. Fantasy matchups, yeah, the, that multiverse where you get to see matchups you never thought you would see before. No, yeah. now the interesting thing here will be Eddie's definitely more of a hardcore style wrestler, you know, especially with this gimmick that he's in right now that's coming out a little bit more. So, will that play in this ma- in this match? Will it be a hardcore style match? Or are we just looking at a a more strong style only? And if it's just a strong style match, I got to give the advantage to Ishii, not Eddie. So if that, if we're taking hardcore out of this match, Ishii for the win. Uh, that's that's not a that's a good point. I wasn't thinking about that. I'll still stick with Eddie, although I kind of want to see Ishii win more, but I'll, I'll go with Eddie just to be the contrarian right now. <laughs> All right, up next we got Josh Alexander and Jonah versus Moose and PCO. Moose just speared the living daylights out of Josh Alexander's wife uh, last weekend, I think it was, after after show. Okay. Um, ran in through the crowd, hood up. I mean, like, decleating of all decleaters. It was terrible. Um <laughs> <laughs> it was it was just like oh like I can't believe she took that and shout out because that was yeah I don't I don't think there's been a spear on a woman that way ever in pro wrestling like she yeah it was and it got huge heat on Moose um 
and they're obviously building to them too at rebellion at the end of the month yeah. or the end of april um so yeah um give me uh, i'll go with the bad guys even though i guess they're really not true heel baby face in this matchup given the four individuals but i'll go with moose moose and the boy I'm gonna go with uh, Moose and uh, PCO because Alexander still got to climb. <laughs> I still like that chase for the, uh, the baby faces. You know, still got to climb. His emotions are gonna cost him in this match, and that's how Moose PCO get the win here. I agree. I I could see Moose and PCO winning this match, and just the last kind of the last win for Moose before Alexander takes the title off him the end end of April. Uh, we got a big match here. Uh, a lot of a lot of talent inside here for the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championship. We got the champions, the Influence, versus Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans, versus Giselle Sean Lady Frost, versus the Decay. Again, a lot of talent in this match. Ton of talent. Ton of talent. Like it's amazing. All these years later, and the Knockouts still have arguably one of the best women's division in all of yeah. wrestling. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's had some peaks and valleys there for a bit, but it it still is. Yeah, we, I mean, you go top to bottom, it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, you. there's no, like, real true jobbers, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's no Aaliyah in the knockouts. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and all, I, of these, all of these women have floated around into the main title picture at some point or another, too. So it's not like, you know, they're just putting the tag team title and that's it. You know, they're, they transition between main title and tag title. Yeah. Tasha obviously being the, the knockouts women champion. I don't see them, her and Savannah winning. Um, don't see Decay. I'm going to stick with the influence. I'll keep the belts on the champs here. Um, Lady Frost, huge fan, um, you know. So yeah, but I'll I'll go with the influence. Keep the belts on on the champs. Yeah, the influence. Just got the belts. Keep them on yeah. for a bit. And I don't think you need a lot of title changes on this card when you're so close to the pay per view too. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. yeah, I'll keep the influence as champs. All right, so uh, we got another match here and that up in the air right now because we got uh, Deanna Perazzo's champ champ challenge. So will it be for the uh, AAA title or will it be for the Ring of Honor title? I hope Taya Valkyrie shows up and it's for the AAA title. Oh, uh-huh. okay. That, that's what I want. Are they booked for the paper for the AAA pay-per-view? I don't know. I haven't seen yeah. yet. Because um, I know they have an event coming up, but yeah. I don't know if they I don't know if that's the matchup or not, but that's that's what I want to see. Go. Give me Ty versus Deanna. I'll let Deanna win this one, but eventually drop it to Ty in Mexico. Okay. I don't know who she's fighting, so she's retaining. <laughs> I mean, we go into that what I said earlier, you know, for uh, on the Ring of Honor's event. Usually whoever the surprise is, you know, you usually give it to them, but in this champ champ challenge, you know, so many times Deanna just does win because it's unknown who her opponent's going to be, but 
It, it could literally be anybody this weekend. There's so, going to be so many people in, in town. But I like yours, Steve. Uh, my my second my second choice uh, would be Ruby. Hmm. That would be interesting to 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 sprinkle in the the AEW ROH full. And then so, do you have her? Would you have her take the Ring of Honor title off her? I would have her challenge for the Ring of Honor title. Whether or not you have her win, that's a different story. Yeah. But yeah. So those would be my two based on the belts. Give me Taya for the AAA off for the Ranas de Rea and give me Ruby for the ROH. And that's been and where the hell has Ruby been? I was, I was just about to say that's been <laughs> topic of discussion the past 24 hours on social media that with the appearance of Tony Storm now in AEW, everybody's just like, okay, but where the hell's Ruby been lately? Yeah. You know, so th- that would be, I like your thinking on that one. I wouldn't mind seeing Ruby show up for that. I'll bury Horowitz myself. <laughs> I, I know I don't have to give you the credit, so. <laughs> we probably won't get either one of these women, but I'm oh. just saying, if, if you want to, if you want to, if you want the, the pop and, and circumstance, you know, the, the discussion, the scuttlebutt, the water cooler talk, um, I think those two would be two to get people talking. We know Taya. We know Taya is going to be there this weekend. Mm-hmm. She's wrestling her husband in a match, which is tremendous because they've been <laughs> shit talking each other on social media. And and the bet is the I think the loser has to wash dishes for the rest of their lives. Like it's just been tremendous. As a married man, it's that's perfect. Like yes, <laughs> I don't have to wash a single dish again for the rest of my life. Absolutely, I'll super kick you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that is now recorded. <laughs> you about to get those eyes upstairs? Be like, oh shit! <laughs> I think I think the wife might be taking big silver from you soon. <laughs> um, could what what's Ember going by Athena now? Yeah, could, could Athena be seen? I don't know if if she's completely free yet, or she is. She, I mean. Everybody, everybody on social media was expecting her to be the surprise last mm-hmm. night on on AEW. Not saying that she won't be brought in, but um, she could be somebody there that would that would be that would fit because you don't know if she's going to be ROH. Like we don't know, we don't even know if obviously ROH is going to have a women's division, but we don't know how that's going to fill out or what that's going to look like, yeah. right? Because. So yeah, I mean that's again that's that's another name that'll get people talking. I think her and Deanna will have a would have a hell of a match. All three of those mm-hmm. women would be really good. Yeah. I'd watch all three matches for Deanna, and I mean she's been on another level for two years now. So this is true. All right, what <laughs> this wouldn't happen because it's on Impact, and and you know they're best friends. Um, would a would a DMD sighting do anything for you? Oh, I'd love that. I know they they would both love that too. It got to happen at some point, right? Like yeah. you have to have them to go at it at some point. And if she would retain the Ring of Honor title, you know, and you would do that battle of the belts, you would have to do that match. That would be the main event. That would have to be the main event. Yeah, I mean that's like I said. 
Brit is like way out there fantasy booking. Yeah. Right? That's like <laughs> yeah. that's like Star Trek, you're on like planet, whatever, don't even know, you know, Spock can't even talk to these people. Like that's how far out you are with Brit yeah. coming in on this impact multiverse of madness and challenge Deanna for the ROH title. But because as hey, of right now, there there's no working relationship that we know of right now. But right. You never yeah. know. All right, which so is why go. Ruby's a stretch, but Taya, Taya, I would, I would really, because she's worked in Impact in the past. Um, you know, I think that that would bode very well for them to pull her out as a surprise against the honor. Mm-hmm. All right, so up next we got the Ultimate X match for the X Division Championship: Champion Trey Miguel versus Chris Bay, Jordan Gracie, Rich Swan, Vincent, and Blake Christian. Again, another Ultimate X match that's going to probably deliver like all the other ones have. Uh, This, to me, will probably be what opens up the show. I'm not mad at that at all. Um, You get Trey Miguel, Chris Bay, and Blake Christian in a ring at the same time with the creativity that those three guys have. Who knows what the hell they'll come up with. Chris Bay is arguably one of the most innovative wrestlers out there. Mm -hmm. What he does is tremendous. Trey... Same way, really coming to his own um, since he's won the X Division Championship. Blake Christian didn't get a fair shakeout in WWE for whatever reason. He's been on a tear in GCW and and so on and so forth since he's been back on the scene. Um, I'm interested to see how Jordan fits into this match. Mm-hmm. She's know. been in an, an Ultimate X before, hasn't she? In the women's, I don't know if she's been involved in a men's one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because they just had the first ever women's. Yeah. Um, I just. They they put her so much with the men that sometimes I forget, like, what she's been a part of, but. Because we're, because we're eliminating the, the, the story factor. um, I don't, you know. This isn't a true impact impact event, so to speak. Um, so they're monthly in, the tradition, in, the, in the traditional sense of a pay per view, yeah. right? Uh, but I, I'll go with Trey retaining. Trey's retaining. For me, I could see that if we're going to get a title change at this event, this is the match that I could probably see a title change happening in. Um. Do they go the Jordan route? But I mean, she was just digital digital champion recently. Um, but I don't know. Chris Bay is hot right now. I, I think I think I'm, I'm putting my money on Chris Bay to, to win the title. Like I said, the Bullet Cup stuff is is on fire right now. If you're not following with it between Impact and New Japan and what's going on, Tom Matonga just put on Instagram today his hit list and who should be first. Um, Bay's been in the bullet. He's in the bullet club. You know, he's doing, I think that was a nice, a really good move for him um, to help elevate him up on the card, so to speak. I always thought he was somebody that's, you know, would get there eventually, but putting him with Jay White and the good brothers and in that, in the bullet club stable just adds another layer to him. So if you're going to change hands, I would love to see Chris get it. Um, but I, I, this may be like the holy shit match of the weekend based mm-hmm. off of 
the creativity and what these guys can do. And I mean, if we were talking before, like, what do you watch? What don't you watch? You know, they need time to set up the Ultimate X. So I think you'll go into the match, you'll go into the event with that set up this way that they can tear it down, you know, quickly mm-hmm. afterwards. But, you know, if Ring of Honor is still going on, this could be that one that could get people, you know, if you're watching both, that you're going to pull it up to watch it. But depends on your taste, too. So um, this next match, I think the next two or the last two of the night that they could go either way. Either one could be the main event. But I think this might end up being the main event of the evening, but we'll go with the Good Brothers versus the Briscoe Brothers. Again, we talked about it earlier. What's going to go on with the Briscoes? What are they going to do? Um, obviously, if they beat FTR, they're showing up with the belts. It's a non-title match. But, you know, how much... What type of match are we going to get here based off of what they put themselves through with FTR? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you have to put this on match late in the, late in the card because of them fighting earlier. Mm-hmm. So I agree. If it's not the main, it's the co-main. Um, and I'm going with the Briscoes to pick up the win here. I'm going with the Briscoes for the win. Because you guys all know how I feel about the Good Brothers. <laughs> uh, on the other side, I have the Briscoes dropping the titles, so I'll give them the win for this event. All right, which that will end up taking us into our main event, possibly the main event. We'll see how it goes tomorrow night. Uh, Nick Aldis and Mickey James versus Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. Hus- husband and wife versus husband and wife. Yeah, this is this is. You want to talk about um, you know pro wrestling versus sports yeah. entertainment? Um, <laughs> Impact versus NWA in this match. Impact versus NWA. Um, yeah, it's it's hilarious that Matt Cardona just beat Nick Aldis for an NWA World's Championship, the ten pounds of gold, and now they're wrestling each other at Impact um, with their wives in a tag team match. Um, <laughs> Go figure. I say what you want about Matt Cardona, Zach Ryder. Like, you want to talk about somebody that just said, "Screw it, I'm gonna pick up my own ball," after being with the company for as long as he was, and I'm gonna get the most notoriety, be the most over, the most hated out of anybody ever. In pro wrestling, I mean, he he's done shit that you had people throw trash in a ring. We haven't seen that since Hogan at Bash at the Beach. <laughs> like, would you would you have said that Matt Cardona would ever be NWA World Champion? No, no, right? But now that he's NWA World Champion, I get based it. off of what he's done, it's believable, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. I think he has like six world titles now. He can't even travel with all of them. He, he has to leave some belts at home when he leaves the house. Like he's the digital media champion. He's the NWA champion. He's this champion. He's that champion. He can only take three or four because that's all that'll fit in his carry on. It's unbelievable. Um, I'm gonna go with Nick and I'm gonna go with Nick and Mickey to pick up the win here. Um, Chelsea Green. I need Chelsea Green to to win a title here soon. Um, huge fan of hers, hot mess. Um, 
I would say if she wasn't in this match, I would like to see her face Deanna, but mm-hmm. we know that's not gonna happen because she's in this match. So I'll go with Nick. I'll go with Nick and Nikki. Nick and Mickey. Say that five times fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Nick and Mickey also. Baby faces over the heels. Only yeah, only I don't know when the next match will be between Nick and and Matt. I don't think they booked officially that yet. Um, but after the kind of the screw job finish at the last event, you know, it, it's definitely going to happen. So, yeah, I, I see I see Nick and Mickey getting over on this match, too. All right. So match of the night. Who you got? I got to go to Ultimate X. Ultimate X always. <laughs> I mean that that's like the that's like the, the go to if, if we're if we're FanDuel and we're setting betting odds on an impact pay per view, <laughs> the ultimate X to be match of the night is like that gotta be like minus two thirty. Like you're not you're not winning like you guys, you're not getting plus odds on that. Like that that'd be still in that'd be still in t- you know taking candy from the baby there. They're they're minus two thirty one seventy five, you know, at the least. Okay, so if it's not the ultimate X, I'll say uh, Jay White and Saban. Okay. I mean, I was gonna go Ultimate X as well. Uh, if I have a backup, I would probably. I'm hoping whoever Deanna faces. I'm hoping that's a talked about match. Yeah, that's where I'm going. I'm going Deanna in the Champ Champ Challenge for me. I get so tired of just always picking the Ultimate X match, although they, <laughs> they always freaking deliver. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I don't think. I don't think you know for for as many times as they've had the match, like you know, it's not like Money in the Bank where there's been some Money in the Banks that just haven't delivered, right? It's just mm-hmm. been whatever, like a ladder match for for ladder matches' sake, whatever. Ultimate X for some reason, like I really have a hard time looking back and thinking about one that I did not like. Even like in the early days of one with people that weren't as known back in the TNA days when they would have them, they still delivered. Because that division was on fire. Just, yes. just the way it was then. All right. So we got match of the night. We went through match of the night and main event for ROH. If you had to pay money to watch one of these cards, which one are you paying money for? Ring of Honor. The reboot of Ring of Honor. Because for, 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 uh, for the production, I want to see how the production is. So if you if you take if you take all the if you take all the ancillary stuff surrounding Ring of Honor and you take that away, that, that's not there, right? Just card for card, lineup for lineup, match for match, you're paying money to see Ring of Honor instead of Impact. I am. Take away all that, I will do impact. I know more people on impact than I do on Ring of Honor. I, I would I would pay ring I would pay for Ring of Honor. I this card is loaded. Mm-hmm. Loaded. Um don't know if it's gonna be a two hour show, three hour show, two and a half. When it was just six matches, I thought okay, we could just do have a two hour event, but they keep adding to it. And something tells me we're probably going to get some more out of it. So I have a feeling this will be a three-hour event. Now they're set to they're set to start at eight p.m. Eastern yes. time, right? Yep. 
7 p.m. Yeah. is the uh, the what do they call their hour one or something like that. Okay. So some of these matches may end up being in the first hour and possibly. You only have like a six a six match card. Yeah. Which I wouldn't mind seeing that because then you can do a two hours strong two hours with six matches. Like how we used to have, you know, takeovers back in the day where it was yeah. five matches and you got two hours of just greatness. Bangers. <laughs> yeah, greatness. Or there could be people that haven't been announced yet become the pre show. Do you think with everything that's going on cable tomorrow, regular television between SmackDown, Rampage, Hall of Fame, which is on Peacock, do you think that hurts either one of these shows as far as viewership goes? I mean, both of these shows, you got to figure it's like the marks, right? Yeah. That are gonna be tuning into these. You're you're not gonna get WWE fans to not watch SmackDown for an ROH show or for an Impact show, right? I, I'd probably say the only, the thing that'll hurt will either will be Rampage or Ring of Honor. I'd say that audience, like maybe more people are gonna tune into Ring of Honor than tune into Rampage tomorrow tomorrow mm-hmm. night. Or if they don't want to spend the money, then they're just gonna tune into Rampage. You know, and I don't think it's going to hurt the SmackDown audience at all. No, that's a different audience altogether. Yeah. As you can see from the show. <laughs> what do you think, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jay, any, hey, Jay, any thoughts on who's going to be matching the night tomorrow night? <laughs> that's a great point. <laughs> Man, you really showed up prepared tonight. It's good to see that you, you did your homework and your due diligence talking about pro wrestling. <laughs> what they what Dave say there in the in the chat? Top flight versus Young Bucks. That's on Rampage tomorrow night. <laughs> I, see, like, I, why would you like? <laughs> Like, why would you want to miss that match? You know what I mean? Like, I got the DVR, so, I mean, I can watch <laughs> Rampage whenever I want, but, you know, like. I don't even want to start talking about that match. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you might be surprised. You never know. Make it up. <laughs> Young Bucks are at the point now where they can have a loss and it doesn't do anything to them, especially with being the, the cocky always slimy. that way. But, yeah. Hills. All right. Any other any other points we want to delve out here um, before we wrap up and get out of here for the night? Good luck to everybody watching everything this weekend. Because yeah. <laughs> there is a lot. There is a lot. I don't want to say there's too much wrestling, but there's there's too, too much, much wrestling. wrestling. There's too much wrestling. We have four events, four televised events tomorrow night. Or five. Yeah, five televised events tomorrow night. Uh, we got two televised events Saturday, and then Sunday. But, and then you got like GCW's running a show Friday night and Saturday night. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna hurt by the time this is all over with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you got to watch. Then you want to watch the fallout of stuff next week too. Yep. See mm-hmm. what comes out with that. And it's like by that point you need a break. 
yeah. I'm gonna need a break at some point. Yeah, yeah. So all right. So before we wrap up here on the first the first episode of Potomania two, um, which will cover us obviously tonight. We had the after dark prediction show here. Saturday, 11 a.m. Join us for our normal time. Look at this guy. Look at the professionalism of this show. It's unbelievable. We actually know what we're doing here. It's tremendous. So, all right. So, we already had our Twitter spaces. That was in the past, right? Tonight, yep. the 31st, we had our prediction show. Saturday, we have our regular schedule show at 11 a.m. Eastern time. We got NXT. We got WrestleMania. Night one, we also will talk about some of the fallout from Ring of Honor and Impact um, that happened. And I don't even know if we'll have time to touch on AEW this week with everything going on. Because <laughs> there was stuff on last night's show that we need to talk about um, because of how good it was. Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern time, right before leading you into WrestleMania night two. We'll recap night one, give our predictions for night two. And then Tuesday is our WrestleMania weekend wrap up um, all the fallout from mania night two, as well as raw the night after WrestleMania with any debuts and surprises. Um, hopefully the veer, I still your girl, wife, fiance, <laughs> mama, grandmama, um, any other version that you can think of shows up um, Monday night. Otherwise, I'm going to be highly disappointed. But, yeah, so there's a breakdown. We'll tweet out that screen grab there that we just put up um, so you guys can follow along. As always, go to our YouTube channel, subscribe, hit the bell so you get notifications. You can find us live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Hit us up on social media, play along. The more fan interaction we get, the more we like. Tell us what's wrong, what's right. And with that, get your rest. It's going to be a long weekend, boys. I hope you're ready. Drink some tea, some honey. Keep the vocal cords going. Jason already is catching up on sleep because he decided to be tonight. So, you know he'll be there for the rest of them. <laughs> he won't miss a WWE event. What are we going to do with him? What are we already What are we going to do with him? This guy. Goldberg Slim will be here Saturday. So, you know, but yeah, but no, thanks for tuning in tonight. As always, I'm a Mark, you're a Mark, tell a Mark, and we'll see you guys on Saturday, Sunday, and Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs>